We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Business Matters, presented by Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union. My name is Rob Capello. I'm the Chief Strategy Officer at Now Media Group. Today, we welcome Amy Nicole to Business Matters. Amy, thank you for taking the time to chat today. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. It's an honor to be here, and um, thanks for having me. No problem. So, Amy, uh, you're a professional makeup artist and educator, founder of Chic Studio School of Makeup, co-founder of Chic Creative Community, wait, I'm not done yet, director of Lime Women and Wellbeing, small business and marketing mentor, and lover of all things beauty. So I think we have a lot of things to unpack today. We're going to try to fit it all into a half hour. Absolutely. You nailed it. You know, what's interesting is most people will not get the name right and no offense to the guys but usually chic studios does not come out as chic studio so good job and that all right i got it yeah gold star <laughs> yes absolutely so maybe let's start there let's start at sort of um let's kind of talk about your journey to today a little bit um so let's start with chic studio so what or you know what is chic studios so chic so yeah no great question um so chic studios is a makeup school. So I have multiple locations, um, predominantly in America. So okay. kind of my career journey as a makeup artist started doing what most people think a makeup artist does is I would do clients, bridal, um, work with photographers, go on set. I never really got into film and television, but I really did that beauty and fashion and bridal um, element of makeup. And I loved it so much, but my kind of as my career evolved and the more time I did it, kind of hit that six year mark and just was itching to do more and evolve myself. So um, I was asked to teach from a friend of mine that was in the kind of um, film industry. She uh, was actually on set with Entourage, the TV oh, show. Which cool. a lot of people don't Love know. Entourage. Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't have a huge budget and she wasn't a lead, but she had some money and she's like, can you just teach me with the makeup I have? And that ignited the passion that kind of, you know, became Chic Studios, the school. Um, so I started in New York City because that's where I ended up taking my career and moving. And right. then fast forward a few years, moved with my family and went to Los Angeles and started my second uh, location for Chic Studios. And then opportunity arose with um, a space. So I opened up in Denver. I've never lived there, but opened up a school in Denver. So I currently... and from kind of, you know, point A to B to where I am now, I've had, I have three schools um, in those locations. And then I also launched online. So, so you're still, makeup. the studios are still active, like you're running them still. Yes. Yes. They are active. You can show up, you can come for a tour. You can join us in New York city, um, in Los Angeles and Denver, I've converted them into pop-ups. And what pop-ups are is it's really a modern way of learning. So we go in for the weeks that we're teaching, you come and join us for class, and then we pack everything up and we kind of get on the road and go to the next location. So 
Um, today I start an LA class. So every three to four months we have LA and Denver and then New York is brick and mortar. You can show up anytime and come and take a class with us. So are you doing, are, are you doing them virtually or do you have people on the ground there or is it a little bit of both or? Yeah, I always check in with the students. So I really handle a lot of the behind the scenes and the business side of it. Um, the fact that I don't live in America anymore. I am local now and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, I am based in Kelowna. And yeah. uh, so I just in the journey of my career have really made a conscious effort to be able to run my businesses remotely. And it really started when I moved from New York City to LA. I was no longer in New York City. I couldn't be there day to day. So I was really um, strategically planning how to operate um, with an amazing team while I was not in office and, and not in the classroom every day. So um, I have a great team. Interesting. So what drove you to, uh, you know, were you sitting, you know, were you sitting in your bedroom, putting on makeup in the bathroom, putting makeup and be like, I'm going to go into this industry. Like how did, how did, you know, was it a passion when you were younger? Like, how did you get into the sort of the makeup and fashion industry? Yeah, it was truly a passion. I, when I was younger, I always would do like my cousin's makeup. I would like buy makeup with like my first job and go and get like the Maybellines and right. then, like, you know, makeup that was like two, three dollars um, and really just like felt so proud and like excited that I could, you know, that that's what I spent my money on clothes and makeup. But uh, I think a big part of what I saw, because growing up, I wasn't around entrepreneurs. So a lot of people, um, and I, a lot of people have asked me this, but I've also asked myself this, like, where did this, you know, kind of um, mindset come that I wanted to really grow my career into like a mentor and right. being able to, you know, be in a leadership role and evolve um, that way. And my aunt had a salon when I was growing up and I have to really kind of, I think, give her credit because she always wanted me to come because we could chat beauty and we, but she never stopped what she was doing and giving that attention to her clients. I was just there, but I was welcome to be there. And I think that was so inspiring for me. So it was like a small salon that just her, that she had in her um, garage that she converted. So I guess, I guess I did have an entrepreneur, but that, that was my first kind of taste of like, Ooh, I really like beauty. And then I decided, um, I moved to, cause I'm from a really, really small town in Manitoba. Okay. So I grew up with 5,000 people. Like I graduated <laughs> with 129 students, right. like no stoplights until I was in high school. <laughs> um, so I, really aspired to have more and be something, um, you know, that I, that I connected with and that I really did find passion in. And, um, I ended up going to school for, um, I started off as a paramedic actually. Oh, okay. A lot of people don't know that cause it's not on my resume <laughs> <laughs> or my LinkedIn. Um, so I started off as a paramedic, but I, I went to state and I had got a soccer scholarship and here in Canada, you have to try out. So you have to be good enough to play on a team. And I ended up pleasantly being surprised that I um, got a scholarship for two years. And I ended up, because um, I had to pay for college. So right. um, my parents, you know, gave me the love and support and said, the door's always open, but please just go and, you know, do your best. And um, so with my loan, I went to school for paramedics and I really loved it because I love helping people. And I felt like, oh, that's my, that's my kind of calling. That's what I want to do. But 
quickly did I change because of I'm not wired to work like you know, four days on for 12 hours and then four days off and being told when I have to go on vacation. So I was just being honest with myself and I switched and went to school for business. And that's kind of when I was like every essay, every project that I had to do was always like beauty, beauty, beauty. And that was the start of it. So do you still play soccer at all? (laughs) Not competitively, no. but I I love kicking the ball around. My kids are better than I am. My husband's way better than I am. Um, we are a soccer family, though, for sure. I I love like I love running. I love being like, you know, all of that. Just yeah, walking outside. Interesting. We're a soccer yeah. family too. I coach my boys soccer too. So oh nice. I know it's what you're talking sport. about. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Um, I'm curious on. So you you open your business you're in, you, you know you're, you went from you said you know small town five thousand people now we're in New York. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like wow like I made it or was it like holy crap I'm scared like what is going on <laughs> like what you know what what feelings were you having going from you know the mecca of you know the world pretty much in New York. Yeah, I still remember how I felt very vividly. So a little kind of sidetrack to the to getting to New York was when I left Calgary after six years and had the best time ever. I'm educated now. I also in the kind of mix of um, college and working, you know, part time jobs like bartending and in restaurants. Um I also was like taking makeup classes. So I felt really good. I was like being paid to be a makeup artist, which was awesome. I was like, okay, this is really crew. So I ended up going to San Diego and I, so coming from a small town and having big ambitions and moving to Calgary, which was a big jump already, but I had a bit of security um, there because it was college. It's, you know, routine and, um, you know, still fun, but Los Angeles and San Diego, I knew nobody. So I was going for my career. That was my mission and nothing was going to stop me. And if it didn't work out, at least I tried. Right. So that, uh, I think that motivation, it took me to San Diego because I felt like LA was a little bit too big at the time because I hadn't moved to America. And um, New York was where I aspired to be, but it felt a little too far away from home. And I was like, okay, yeah. like, I don't know anybody anywhere in America. And that's yeah. not an exaggeration. Like, it was like, okay, I'm doing this. And so I went to San Diego, ended up, I did not, like back in the day, you're the networking and how you meet people. Like LinkedIn was not a thing. Having a Facebook right. or Instagram right. at right. all it was your business card. And it's like, I'm a makeup artist. I'm a makeup artist. And I told every person that I met from the morning, from the time I woke up, I would go and have a coffee at Starbucks. And that was kind of like, you know, a little bit of the hot spot, but people would come and go. And I would sit there with my like old school laptop and be like, how can I find a job? And, um, I ended up getting hired. Um, I went out like on an O1 visa, which is an artist visa. And I ended up getting just hired by like random, like a photographer here, a hairstylist that didn't have an, like a makeup artist in house. They just needed somebody when clients book and I was able to pay my bills. And so fast forward, I ended up getting a job with a magazine and they shot all their content, all their editorial pieces in LA. It was based in San Diego, but in LA and I didn't have a schedule. So I was like, I'm available. And I went and it would pay, it paid $500 a weekend. 
So that was US and I would go like twice a month. So there was like some decent money to pay right. my rent right. and feel like I was, you know, I was here for what I came for. And so I went home for a month um, around the holidays because I moved in October, yeah. went home for the holidays and moved to LA in January and rented a place in Beverly Hills. And I had, had to get a roommate, couldn't afford like anything. Yeah, yeah. But I, I really kind of manifested and really like, you know, in a positive way, just wrote out my goals and mm -hmm. focused and that nobody could, like, I wouldn't go out late at night. I wouldn't, I'd be up early. I was very dedicated to, to it. So yeah. And then New York happened. I met my husband. Um, so we were dating and he was in New York and couldn't move. So we were doing long distance and I wasn't, I was, building kind of my foundation in LA, but I wasn't tied to it. It was like private clients, but I was working with like, you know, different hotels. They'd call me for like airbrush makeup or, you know, their clients were, I, I had two friends I met that were the concierge um, managers. And one was at the Four Seasons in Beverly Hills, which is so iconic. And the clients pay the money and um, that, you know, I was, paying my bills and living kind of my best life, so to speak. Yeah. And um, yeah, I met my husband and he couldn't move and I was happy to go to New York. And that's kind of when it shifted that I didn't want to start that pounding the pavement again, like I was doing in L San Diego and LA. Right. So yeah, a little bit of encouragement and a lot of, you know, just like gut, let me try it. Um, that friend that I said that was on Entourage that asked me to teach, that's where I was like, I really love, like I showed up with like a three pager and like had the look she told me and I had all the products and we were going to go through it step by step. So I like was taking what she was asking me serious. And I was like, right. I love teaching. And so fast oh, forward, Chic Studio started. Interesting. So curious on sort of the business side a little bit is that you, you know, like you said, you didn't, you didn't grow up in sort of this business environment, entrepreneurs in the family and so forth. Right. But so as you're starting your business, you're probably, you know, you're, you're, you're in this big city, you're, you're, you know, you're in an industry that is probably fairly like high paced and demanding and so forth as well. So can you walk us through some of the, like, it's not all roses, like the other side, like, what are some of the struggles you felt where there's days where you're like, I can't do this. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I'm struggling here. Like, can you walk us through some of the, you know, the struggles you would have had sort of running the business as well? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the start of the business, I ended up um, living just on the other side of Manhattan. So it's a small area called Dumbo. It's an acronym down under the Manhattan Bridge overpass. Okay. And it's right, it was right on the water. It was gorgeous. The views were amazing. And I actually started the school in our apartment. Mm -hmm. And so if anybody's listening to this that's ever been to New York, starting a business in your apartment was not strange. It was not weird. Whereas like even saying it, like it's kind of like, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, so I, we had this space and it was just, you know, my um, now husband, uh, boyfriend right. and I, and um, you would never like going into it. You would never know. It was like kind of like private, this room and everything. And um, so I set it up as a classroom. And I think the early days, the struggle was like, I'm starting a makeup school in Manhattan, like in New York city. And my goal was to be in Manhattan, right? but 
I got the best piece of advice and it was wait till there's a line out the door before you take on real estate. Hmm. Because if you can't pay that and in in New York, like you're not just paying month to month, you're not just paying a year, like they want like five years or like two minimum or 10. And so knowing that it was like, oh, gulp, like I just want to like, you know, hit the ground running. Yeah. But I took the time and I really, I could only take four students. My very first school, I could only take four students and my launch month. So I did like two months of like kind of testing the curriculum and I had a friend um, fly out and actually take it um, from Toronto. And right. I was like, give me feedback. Let me know <laughs> the good, bad, and the ugly. And so I kind of perfected it. And um, the, the first few months were rocky because I'm starting a new business. I can't afford to pay somebody to market. Yeah, I'm like the teacher and yeah. I'm confident in what I was teaching because at this point I was not only educated in makeup, I was taking classes in New York before I met my husband. So New York, Miami and San Diego, I had taken makeup classes okay. and then I had come back to Calgary, worked, worked, worked. And so I felt like, okay, now I've been in LA, I've got, you know, a good track record. And, um, it, it like it wasn't like people were lined up the door at first but i started i opened the doors and i started and my first class i had two students <laughs> and that was in may yeah. and in june i had three and then in um my following from june to november i was full four students every class and so in October of that year, when I was like, okay, like we're getting to the end of the year, yeah. I ended up signing a lease and moving in to my space. Huh. So how were um, you filling, how were you filling the classrooms? Was it word of mouth? Were you out like how were you marketing to get actually students to show up? <laughs> it's probably embarrassing to even say. So okay, there's two, <laughs> well, three. So traditional marketing. So I would go um, on lunch or after or the weekends and I would hand out my business cards to everybody in the area. Love the it. local salon knew that I had, you know, makeup classes. Um, they had clients sitting in their chairs for hours. The local like grocer yeah. at the corner, everybody like in that area knew yeah. what I was up to. And so that was, I guess, number one. Number two was back in the day. Um, do you remember a platform called Craigslist? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So I would say that today, if anybody's listening to it, it is probably like, oh my gosh what like oh right yeah. I think people used it for maybe <laughs> yeah. you could yeah. sell a house on there you could like give your dog yeah. away you could like buy parts for your car like there was a lot right events and other probably weird things but yeah. you would market on um, Craigslist so I would post it as an event and it would be like the first day of class and because you couldn't do like a th like three week course right. um but you could post it as also like makeup school as a post and then the details right. so that was really big because everybody was on it like now we have facebook we've got instagram like we have so many different ways but um and then i also there was another platform um called meetup okay so meetup.com yeah. and it would be like to meet up and so i started a makeup meetup so people would come that were interested in like photography, beauty, everything. But like my students or grads, we would go and like glam, just do like, you know, like false lashes or do like, you know, glitter eyes or like wing liner or something like that. 
and people could come on their way like out to dinner or events and we're a makeup school, we're a makeup school, we're a makeup school. So that was my kind of marketing back in the day. And it worked. Like I couldn't take a lot of students. So having four students every right. month was enough to, you know, adding that up between eight months, nine months, um, I was able to get my own space. And I've had, I've now in Manhattan two years in. So I got a space just down the road in Dumbo for two years. And then I ended up signing a lease and it's the same place that I've been at since 2012. Oh, wow. So, yeah, That's cool. So where did you like, you know, you were out handing out business cards on, you know, it, at Craigslist meetup. How did you know to do those things? Like what, what drove you to that? Did, did you have someone that was helping you or did you just like, I just got to work my butt off and do this. And like, you know, so where did that inspiration come from to actually even do meetup, you know, in, in, in those sort of things? Yeah. So I was the new girl in a lot of places, right. When I moved to San Diego, moved to LA. So I was like, you know, had my makeup kit and airbrush stuff. And I was like out there. So I would look at those places. Um, and so it wasn't just for jobs. It wasn't right. just for promoting a business. It was also for like networking and like finding out events. I don't even recall that Eventbrite was a thing back then. No, I don't think so back then. So no. That dates <laughs> me a little bit. <laughs> but I've always loved marketing. That's what I went to school for. And I really, truly love, um, that piece of business. And so, um, but to, to answer your question on, did I do it myself? I did not fully. So, um, I did a lot of this myself, but what I did is the month that I had my friend come from Toronto to kind of test this, this class. Um, I also posted on Craigslist for an internship mm. and I said, I'll, pay commission. I couldn't afford to like pay a wage. So I said, I'll pay commission based on enrollments. Mm. And I was just looking for one person. Mm. And so I wanted to be very clear that it was an internship, but I also want to be very clear that as hard as you work and the more enrollments that we're going to get, the more money you'll make. Right. Um, And I got probably, I mean, I had to turn the ad off just because it's like people just apply to everything. Sure. I would say I probably had maybe 10 people that I was like interested in, in, um, interviewing. And again, we weren't on zoom or anything. I met at a local Starbucks and I had three interviews in one day and I ended up, um, hiring, um, this gal and she was with me for years and years. And I taught her kind of everything coming in and really just said, like, here's what we're going to do. Like, try this, try that. And so while I was in class teaching, she was handling all the kind of marketing and just making sure like, you know, the upcoming student paperwork was ready. And like in the evenings, I'd be like, okay, we need to write like a policy for the students and, you know, update this in the curriculum. Like it was just such a fun time. And yeah. It was, it was pretty bootstrapped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's what you have to do. It, only if you yeah. had TikTok back then. Imagine that, what you would have done. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, and there's so much more to unpack there, but for sake of time, you're, you know, Chic Studios took you to New York, LA, you're in San Diego, you're all, and so now you find your way to Kelowna. Mm-hmm. What happened there? What's what's the journey that took you from Manhattan to now into Kelowna? Like what what brought you there? Yeah, that's a good question. So uh, at 
so a couple years ago, um, kind of separately, my husband's in a different industry and right. we both were working, you know, really remotely, but also like for ourselves. Right. And, um, so the, the conversation was we wanted, we have two boys and right. they were young enough that you could move anywhere, but we weren't searching for a place to move. It was more about what we wanted for the future. If that makes right. sense. Right. You right. know, sometimes I think people like they're in a place in their life and they're kind of itching to do something different and, you know, let's travel the world or this or that. We weren't looking for that. We were just looking for like the big picture, right. uh, and I'm Canadian. My husband's British. So he's, okay. we're, neither of us are American. And a lot of things were happening in America. Um, good, bad, and ugly. Yep, yep. And um, from, you know, just leadership to politics, to, to all different things. Like it, it wasn't, there was no one reason. Right, but right. I think what we kept coming back to is we wanted a future plan. And me being Canadian, my family's in Canada. Um, I had a cousin. I do have a cousin here in Kelowna. Um, my brothers are in Edmonton. My parents are still in Manitoba, but it felt like, okay, we're kind of coming right. home, so to speak, but we were choosing where we lived. And yeah. that is, we, so where we lived in New York was, I truly feel like one of the best places. Like it was amazing, felt like a small community, really great. And then where we lived in LA was similar. We weren't kind of in like, you know, right. the big kind of mix. We yeah. were able to kind of um, step out a little bit. We were by the water. Like it was really, really nice. But thinking about that big picture plan and knowing we have two kids and our businesses, we came on a um, weekend and of all months, it was October to mm. the Okanagan. I had been, but when I was like in college and right. the orchards, not all vineyards, and <laughs> like, but the view was still the, you know, the yeah. lake. And my husband had never been. And so he on our flight home was like, oh my gosh, this place is like amazing. Huh. And it was, so this would have been about four years ago. Okay. And it was up and coming in the sense of like, what we see now is the new restaurants. A lot of the wineries have new, um, you know, tasting rooms and this and that. So it, a lot was growing. Um, and you could go out, you know, maybe past eight, it could be like till 10 or 11, <laughs> you know, it was like, okay, like we're okay with that. Yeah. Um, and there was an international airport. Like, mm -hmm. even though there's not a lot of flights that are going to where they have been, like right. when we moved here, that LA direct flight was still happening. Right. Um, and so I believe that it'll come back. And I know as, you know, places grow, um, yeah. I saw the tech, you know, Okanagan tech and to know that that is in the city, you know, things are going to grow and thrive. And so we were like super excited. So we put our house on the market in um, LA and we bought a lot here and we built and we haven't looked back and it's the best decision we ever made. Was there a concern for you though, that how are you going to run your businesses when you were in Kelowna and there and oh, yeah. in wherever? New All York? of that. Yeah. A hundred percent. So Rob, what's interesting is COVID also happened. And so we moved just before COVID, the summer of 2019. So not thinking like it was more of like, I need to figure yeah. this out. But I also was compartmentalizing that if it didn't work out, I was coming for like all the right reasons. And my, you know, just me as a person. And like, I knew I could, part of what I was looking to do for my future 
was evolving and growing. And, you know, I didn't have to just tie it to like my schools, right? right? Like it wasn't like, that's the only thing I can do. To my pleasant surprise as COVID happened and I shut down. So New York was closed for almost five months, Mm -hmm. Denver for nine, no classes, LA for a year. And there's nothing good that like nothing good about COVID, but I will say that it was the, it opened up a very big door that never would have existed um, had that not happened. And that was for me to have time completely blocked out to start my online school. Right. And so Chic Studios Online, um, you know, my goals with that are to be kind of the go-to beauty um, academy anywhere in the world. Do you look back and have regrets? Do you miss the big, do you miss LA? Do you miss New York? Do you miss any of that? Or are you sort of content where you're at and new doors are open and (laughs) another chapter in life? So to, here's kind of the short answer. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I leave tomorrow, to LA and then to Denver, I still travel a lot. And especially now that things have opened up, um, I didn't travel for the first year of COVID because of how restricted things were. Um, but because like, you know, I can come and go, I have a green card. I, um, you know, with my businesses, I was traveling through COVID, um, very mindfully. And now it's just like, Oh, like what a relief. Cause that's, that is probably at the core of me, like one of my truest passions is mm-hmm. traveling and just exploring and knowing more and learning. Right. So yes, I travel still quite a lot. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But do you like coming back? I know you like going there, but it's like you look for the day you're like, oh, I get to fly home. Yeah, I, I do. And where like I come home to just peace and uh, <laughs> like just being like almost anywhere I think in the Okanagan but I live in Lake Country and okay. I'm 10 minutes from the airport I get in my car and I like I'm on the highway with like yeah, the yeah. lakes and I get over to the other side and it's paradise like I'm so so happy we moved and I love coming home to have that like that it's not even downtime it's more of just quiet right peaceful time even though I've never been busier truly and I feel like a huge part of you know being able to maybe do more but what's that term they say like work smarter not harder um is really time blocking and okay this is what I'm working on today it's chic studios school stuff here's online stuff and I I put it in my calendar that way so when I'm at home working remotely I like wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Mm. So, so it's a nice balance. I, I know there's 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 a whole different um, discussion we could have on what you're doing now, but I do want to touch on it. So you're in Kelowna, you've been here for a few years, you've created Sheet Creative Community, um, Director of Wine, Women and Wellbeing Kelowna. So can you speak a little bit about, I know we can probably spend just half hour speaking about what you're doing now, but we need to have you back on to talk about that, I guess. Is that, yes. can you touch a little bit on sort of what you're doing in the Kelowna, in the Okanagan community right now with these different brands and, um, and maybe unpack that a little bit? Absolutely. Yeah, so a huge part of moving here was, you know, as you said, like I no longer live in those cities where I'm in the classrooms and I'm at my schools and I really miss teaching. And so as I've, you know, continued uh, to make sure I'm educated, I keep growing and learning and, you know, I've taken some online classes throughout COVID and everything. I 
really felt like I wanted to teach the kind of the fundamentals and the basic business and the things that were not as accessible um, or aren't as accessible to somebody starting out that maybe doesn't know where to look and know where to, right? Like, and it's overwhelming. If you're a one person show or you're like, got a full-time job, but you have a passion you really love and you're doing this on the weekends and evenings, you might have a family, like it can be exhausting and very overwhelming. Right. So I wanted to um, teach, you know, social media and have like photography workshops mm -hmm. and marketing. So I was working with, um, she's a friend of mine and we were doing social media stuff. Um, I've hired her. Uh, and then we were teaching for an online class that I had with Chic Studios, which was in digital beauty and social okay. media. And so as I got to know her more and she's local, I was like, I don't want to start something fully on my own, Yeah. but insert, let me see if Courtney wants to, you know, launch it with me. And so we partnered with Chic Creative Community uh, to teach in person. Um, we ended up partnering with Staples, which has been such a blessing to work with them. Um, Staples Studio, which um, most people local know, they've been just so great. And they're, you know, they're where we use, like we use their space quite a lot. We use, we just, it, it's very kind of like evergreen yeah. and um, a win-win. And so that's been fantastic to really build the community around Chic Creative Community. Um, we do a monthly connect, um, it's called Connect and Collab. And so it's at 9 a.m. once a month on a Friday, it's free. So you can come and just network and connect with other like-minded, like either entrepreneurs, you know, solopreneurs, people starting out, maybe you're new here and you're like, I was doing this and I now moved and I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, coffee's on us. And we just like, we always have like a speaker. Yeah. Um, so we've done digital marketing, branding. We just recently did uh, money-making photography. So it's just, a, it's, I'm a, I'm a community person. I think that was the piece living in America that I missed. Um, it's quite fragmented. Um, and not to say there's not great communities, but in Canada, it's way more community oriented. And so that's a huge, you know, just passion of mine. And I love bringing people together. Um, so that's she creative community. Yeah. And then, um, wine women well-being so this is a gosh how would I explain so it is community you know kind of um there okay, I'll, I'll kind of backtrack so <laughs> multiple locations all through Canada um I'll try and say it in a bite size um multiple locations all through Canada so I was asked to be the director of Kelowna okay and I took a little time to just see what it was. I hadn't heard about it. I was living here. It was 2020, like just last year. Um, and I ended up looking to see what they had done previously. And it really is events um, at least once a month, uh, bringing women together in the community, all different. You don't have to work. You could be a mom. You could just want a night out. You could come with your friends, come on your own. And so in knowing what it was and thinking, well, I'm still kind of new here. I yeah. will say yes and create events that I would want to go to that, you know, friends would want to go to. And that's kind of how it started. So November of last year was event number one uh, and it sold out and people got to see what it was. 
And so we've had a month, uh, an event every month. And then a couple months ago, I was like, well, you know what? Like, it can't just be Kelowna. Like I'm an inclusive person. I'm like, you know, it's not a circle. It's a horseshoe. Let everybody in and everybody's welcome. Um, and so ended up saying like, let's expand to Vernon and Penticton. Mm -hmm. So, um, it, it it really is the Okanagan and, um, yeah, you can find it online and it's just bringing women together to really, um, elevate what they're doing, showcase their businesses. Uh, they can, you know, we spotlight them on social media and, um, just come together to have a great time. And when do you find time to sleep? Cause it's yeah. like <laughs> I'm walking. So I definitely have been so fortunate. I know. Right. I'm like, I just, um, never, but I, <laughs> that side of the business became what I would call like, like not a passion project, but really something that when I said, yes, I was like, okay, like, I'm not going to, you know, have to do this. I'm going to give it my all, but knowing myself and everything else I have on my plate, uh, I time block, you know, a couple hours, like maybe an hour in the evening and like a couple hours on the weekends. And just, that's when I, when I plan and um, I definitely have great people that I've met in the Okanagan that want to help and, um, you know, partners like, you know, Clona now and um, just friends I've met that, you right. know, from social media to showing up to help set up and take down are, are just there. So yeah. it's nice. Arnold Schwarzenegger said you just sleep faster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Are you still okay for a few more minutes? I do yeah. want to get, okay, cool. So I know Absolutely. we're a little bit over our time, but if you're okay, I do want to do a couple things. So we have a segment called Would You Rather? So we're going to have some fun and ask you 10 questions. And then I got a couple of questions I want to wrap up with. So hopefully in the next, you know, five, 10 minutes we can wrap up, but I know you're busy. So, so would you rather 10 questions, have some fun. Um, would you rather have a pause or rerun button for your life? Oh gosh, I think I'd rather have a pause because okay. I I really do try and be in the moment. So yeah, I want to pause. I want to like soak up yeah. times that yeah, because I'm I'm consciously really loving what I'm doing. So I want to just yeah, I'd pause. Okay, um, for one month, would you rather give up brushing your hair or give up brushing your teeth? Oh, brushing my hair. I would I <laughs> not give up brushing my teeth. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah it's a feeling yeah there you go um would you rather have to wear every shirt inside out or every pair of pants backwards Ooh, i like that every shirt inside out yeah yeah so. that would the pants would be uncomfortable i think that'd be uncomfortable yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, would you rather give up give up your cell phone for a month or bathing for a month bathing like which would be horrible i just wouldn't leave the house but i, <laughs> I, I work from my phone yeah yeah it's awesome um <laughs> would you would you rather have a sing-off with ariana grande or a dance-off with rihanna what are you oh, doing? i love rihanna so hands down i just whatever rihanna's doing you're gonna do a dance-off dance yeah oh cool for sure. i would lose so bad but <laughs> would you rather be invisible or be able to fly would i rather be invisible, be able oh. to be invisible or be able oh. to fly? Definitely fly because there's so many places I want going. to go like now. Yeah, yeah. fly. For you, makes sense. Um, would you rather someone see all the photos in your phone or on your phone or read all your text messages? Oh, see all my photos. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather star in a movie alongside Leonardo DiCaprio or George Clooney? Can I say both? No, just kidding. Um, 
I think George Clooney, I think he's so wise. And I think he probably like, there's so much about him that we just don't even know that I would be like, oh my God, I want to know everything. So yeah, I, listen, I heard an interview with him on Howard Stern. I like listening to Howard Stern's interviews and he is such a prankster. George, yeah. he plays joke like in elaborate things, like not these right. little jokes that with his superstar friends. It's hilarious. Oh yeah, it's pretty so funny. funny. Yeah, I think he'd, yeah, it'd be fun. Would you rather give up coffee or wine? Coffee. Oh my gosh, I love wine. Like it's, it's, yeah. Coffee. Wine for breakfast. It's okay. No I know. Knows. But then you know what? Now I'm like drinking a really great cup of coffee. I think, yeah, yeah I will. I'd have tea instead, but wine. Oh, yeah. Last question. Would you rather only be able to use a fork and no spoon or only be able to use a spoon or no fork for the rest of your life? I, a spoon for the rest of my life. Cause yeah, like I'm a soup girl. So like, imagine like I wouldn't, what would I do with the fork? So you, I you just have to drink. You have to drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, awesome. That's great. Thank yeah. you for coming along. It was fun. Oh, um, a couple more questions in for a wrap up. So when you look back at sort of, you, you know, you've, you've done a lot and uh, you've lived a very interesting life. And not many people have been able to travel. I love, by the way, I love San Diego. It's like one of my most favorite places I've ever visited. I'm oh, nice. in love with that place. But anyways, mm -hmm. um, when you look back at sort of your career today, and I'm sure there's lots to go, it sounds like you got a lot to go, but when you look back, do you have someone that you feel has been a real mentor to you that's been like someone you've been able to look, and maybe they're not someone you know personally, maybe it's someone you just, you know, maybe is a mentor from afar, is there someone you can pinpoint and say, yeah, like they've really been a rock for me or a mentor for me through my career today? A couple of people come to mind. Um, I... I've kind of with the mentor thing always been like, oh, I really want one, but not really like asked or heard somebody yeah. say I'm your mentor, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I do, yeah, have a couple people um, that one friend in LA who I sat on the board for the Boys and Girls Club. And um, when I lived in, in um, it was for Malibu and um, she just like, kind of almost took me under her wing and she's a C-suite, like an executive coach. And we've just become such great friends. And anytime that I had to like let employees go or this or that, like I would call Sally. So, and then honestly, like, it's not cliche, like my husband, because he's done this for years long before I did. And the ups and downs would have been probably the downs would have been so much worse in some respect. Uh, then if I asked him and he'd like, you know, talk me through and just be like, I always got, I have always gotten great business advice from right. him. So, yeah. Cool. Um, and and it's, it sounds like you're, you know, you're a visionary, you're a go-getter, hard worker, you know, you, you fit the mold for an entrepreneur, like really do. And, but I'm curious what your, you know, what's in store for you? What's, what's your vision? Like, where, where, where do you want to go with the school and the online school? And like, so, you know, what's, what's your goal in the next, I don't know, three to five years or even 12 to 18 months? Like, oh what are you hoping to I think my goals are to, and, and I'm kind of like, you know, in that place that I'm really truly thinking about it. Right. Um, I don't want more in-person schools. Mm. I do really want, like, I love the three and um, I, I want the online space to grow a lot. And that's really going to, and is a very big priority for me. Um, I want to, I am working on um, an app 
And mm -hmm. it's like nothing that is even like, you know, at this point, maybe we'll come back in a, a year or two and we'll really talk yeah. about it. Um, I've never been in the tech industry and I love learning and I am always like eager <laughs> to, um, to new things. So I think more big picture for me is, um, pushing myself out of my comfort zone mm -hmm. and, um, trying new things that are not even on my plate right now, or I have only scratched the surface. So, um, I, yeah. And just it really with two kids, like a huge priority for me is being able to really truly balance, um, both a great career and feeling fulfilled and being in more of that leadership role and right. being a great mom. And I feel like I'm doing a pretty great job, but I have a supportive, you know, system or, you know, um, system. So just more of that. Awesome. It feels like we left a lot on the table to discuss still, but we're past time. Yeah. So we need to get you back once you're done your travel. We need to get you back and talk a little bit more about it maybe what you're, you know, I'd love to explore a little bit more on what's happening today in the market in, in your in your brands. And so maybe we can have a follow-up call in, in a couple of weeks to kind of chat about Absolutely. that a little bit more. Maybe we'll host one. I've always I want to, it's funny because you're saying, you know, online versus offline. Like I I'm an in-person type yep. of person. I I hey, I all adapt and use Zoom and Google, whatever I need to do, but nothing beats us being in person with people. Totally. And, you know, maybe we'll do one in live, which would be amazing because I haven't done one live yet. So maybe that could be- Absolutely, I would love that. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for coming. I think it was a fun discussion. Love learning about people's journey. Obviously, you know, you, you have a drive for what you're doing. Um, I'm sure there's a lot more to come. It sounds like, and I'm interested to hear mm -hmm. sort of on the app side. I'm sure there's a lot more left in your, uh, and when it comes. So we'd love to have you back on and chat about that. So thank you for taking the time, extra time today uh, to chat about uh, your journey. Yeah, Rob, it's been my pleasure. And thank you for your time. Honestly, the time just flew by. I so know. It's been <laughs> a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, I absolutely adore you all at um, Clona Now and a huge thanks to Valley First. So thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks, Amy. Thanks for joining everybody else. Have a great rest of your day. And thank you for tuning into Business Matters. Thanks, Amy. Thank you. We would like to thank your sponsor, Valley First, a division of First West Credit Union and a member-owned financial cooperative serving the Okanagan, Similkameen, and Thompson regions. They offer a wide range of banking and investment services for individuals and families. Valley First also has a talented business and commercial team to provide the expertise, products, and services local businesses need to grow and thrive.